Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Keith Hubbard here, and we are broadcasting live from sunny downtown. It's actually getting a little chilly here in Pensacola. Uh, this is one of our Foodie Life series, and I've got a fantastic guest in here with us today. Manoli, and I'm, that's where I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop right there, dude. So, um, who is uh, owner of Shoreline Food Store, and uh, I think we're here to talk a little bit about family, obviously, because it's family business. Yep. Uh, maybe a little bit of tradition, because I'm sure you got a little bit of that, and, and runs in the bloodline. Got a little bit of everything. Yeah, <laughs> a little much, and uh, and some olive oil that we brought here today, which is um, by far totally going to get used tonight when I cook. That's so, the fountain of youth, man. Yeah, man. So, all right. So, for those that don't know, tell everybody what Shoreline Foods is and how all of this started. So Shoreline Foods originally built in 78 um, on the corner of Main and E. And Mr. Mike owned it. My parents came in from Greece, bought it in 98. And uh, my wife and I decided to finally take it over last year and bought the business. How did your family choose here? Had your dad been here before or something? Well, yeah, that's usually what confuses a lot of <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, I was like, wait a second, let's just go there. <laughs> they don't exactly have business listings in Crete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, no, they, my mom was stationed here at one point in the Navy okay. for a couple of years back in the early nineties. And when, while we were here, my dad got to know the owner of the store. So the Greek church would pay for my dad to come out here and chant when we moved back to Greece. Mm -hmm. So during one of his trips, he started talking with Mr. Mike and found out the store was getting, you know, was up for sale. Yeah. Saw it as a good opportunity and bought it. Yeah. That's how we moved out here. It hasn't moved since too, man. You, no. you're, that store is a main staple in this town. It is a main staple, but that's, uh, that's also, it also it's comes your with curse, a lot right? of responsibility. <laughs> you got big shoes to fill? Oh yeah. Um, well, all right. So let's talk about some of that. What, what were some of the, um, concerns with taking this over from something that's been held one by your parents? So, and then two, even a longer tradition before that. Well, as everybody knows in business with time comes change and, one of the biggest struggles we've had to face is changing while still being able to take care of those customers and still not freaking living out. up to their expectations. Yeah. Um, my dad did things differently. Mr. Mike did things differently. And um, a lot of new laws and regulations and things like that come into play. And you can't exactly do those things anymore. You know, you can't yeah. just, um, you know, grab a, a piece of steak with your bare hands mm -hmm. and just hand it right or to the customer. Or knock out a wall and yeah, yeah. You know, things like that I without permits and this and that. So uh, a lot of customers don't understand that those new regulations have to be enforced. Otherwise, we're not going to be here much longer. Yeah. So that's that's part of the the biggest struggle is I updating. I think uh, any foodie out there knows, especially any chef or or uh, line cook or whatever or even server, you move a menu item just to a different location and they freak out. Yep freak out. So especially an establishment as old as yours. Um, I know Sam's right down the road from you guys has that mm -hmm. same issue, but we did some menu stuff with them and people were like, where's my baked potato? And we're like, it's in the bottom right instead of the bottom left. <laughs> and, and, but, but they get, they were creatures of habit, right? So absolutely. So, and all right. So you've got a fast paced changing world when it comes to the retail side of food, right? And yes. you get some technology that's really starting to get integrated into some of this stuff yes. uh, with the deliveries and the apps and all that. And you got some clientele that that may not reflect that, right? You're absolutely right. So um, what do you do? Well, we adapt as much as possible. Yeah. I mean, the new waiter app is one of the things that we've recently um, started implementing in our store. And 
some customers have actually taken head for head first and started ordering their food through the waiter app mm-hmm. and having it picked up or them coming in themselves and picking it up. And it's convenient, man. Once you break that barrier, I, you never is. go back. You're absolutely right. But change yeah. again yeah. is that key factor that a lot of people are not comfortable with. And, um, they like coming into the store and I appreciate that. Yeah. They like coming in. They like seeing what new items we have. They like seeing the selection of craft beers, which is one of the best in the yeah. area, the steaks, the olive oil, and it's a one-stop shop for many people. So yeah. they come in, they get their sandwich or their salad, and it also gives them the opportunity to stock up on the rest of the items they might not be able to get yeah. on a regular basis. Okay, so everybody uh, everybody knows you guys for the olive oil. What else do you have in there? Oh, wow. <laughs> Just generality. <laughs> I know we don't have to go through every line item. It's not inventory day. <laughs> we start on aisle one and <laughs> yeah, go to seven. Yeah. <laughs> might as well just go down there and count, too, while we're at it. Now, uh, the key items... Obviously, sandwiches and salads back there in the deli is one of the number one um, attractors. Yeah. However, we are slowly and confidently moving into the the new age, the new times. Mm-hmm. Craft beers are definitely taking a <laughs> major, huge. major stand. And we want to capitalize on that. Yeah. We have one of the largest craft beer selections anywhere in the area. Over 100 different beers from singles to six packs and we're constantly hounding our our vendors yeah for the new items for those hard to find um, like ciders no not ciders okay, really because i've been we, yeah, people have been hounding me for cider like <laughs> like my lady and my mom and i'm like i, I don't know i can't find it <laughs> i'm not buying cider <laughs> no but you know certain beers like uh one of the new ones that we just brought in was from funky buddha right here in florida mm-hmm. we love getting local beers uh funky buddha's morningwood yeah it's a, a you take that imperial. and mix it with a little orange juice and it makes a brass monkey. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. I haven't tried that. It's I'll so good, that. man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but you know, imperial porter with bacon and maple syrup yeah. and coffee. It's You're just, chewing on your drink. It's amazing. Yeah. And then um, another one that we hound our reps for every year is the uh, Goose Island Bourbon County it's ah, a stout. Okay. Hard to find, one of the hardest beers to get a hold yeah. of, almost like Dogfish Head 120. So but, when, you, when you drink, what do you prefer to drink? Stouts and, and the darker, chewy ones? Honestly, I love hops. I yeah. love heavy <sighs> hops. Do that. If I could Bitter have, beer face. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, honestly, if my beer has 100 plus IBUs, <laughs> I am in heaven. Uh, Ruination, matter of fact, Stone's Ruination is where I first started my craft mm-hmm. trek. And... um I haven't turned back since. It was an amazing beer. I'm missing that gene. Whatever that is that, <laughs> that, that lets you like that, I, I don't. So my uh, my start in the craft brew world was Fat Tire. Back oh, when nice. it was when it was actually a small craft it's brew. It's a good amber it's ale. Really good. Uh, New Belgium does a really really yeah. good job. Their citradelic might be a little bit more um, your your taste speed. Yeah, yeah, and no blueberry crab. No, 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 I can't no, do no. that. Um, um, so there's. Since you're talking about all these craft beers and stuff, how many of those are, are local? Or, or I would say within maybe 100 miles? Uh, we actually have a full door and then some yeah. dedicated to just awesome. local craft beers. So there's this thing going on here in Pensacola. Starting, it's already started a while ago, but you're you're the ground floor of like this expansion of awesomeness where people are starting to do things like that, like drink these odd flavored beers that nobody's heard of or really start exploring their palates a little bit more. And we've, we've opened up, there's two distilleries here now, like 
10 years ago? No way. Yeah. Not in this bubble bell, dude. Yep. <laughs> nope. Now we got two. <laughs> yep. You know, and then there's a, there's a couple homebrew guys that are starting to do Blue Angel uh, Brewery out in Milton. They're starting to do their own beer. I haven't heard of them. They, they bought the old post office. So it's this like 1890 post office. It's huge. And oh, the whole wow. back of it, they're, they're in the process of turning it into full nice. brewery. So see, I love going to the places like that. I almost stopped at, uh, the new brewery over there on Fairfield. Um, yeah. I forgot the name of it, but I did too. But, but I know you're talking about, it. and then you've got, um, you got I'm Pensacola spacing. Bay Brewery, yeah. you got Gulf Coast Brewery. What's the one behind McGuire's? Uh, that's Gulf, Gulf Coast, Coast Brewery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elliot's a really good guy. I really love going to that brewery because of the feel of it. You mm-hmm. know, it has a homey feel. The beer is amazing. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, hang you out can by the tanks. tell, well, yeah, you could tell <laughs> Elliot knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, so, but I just, I love where Pensacola is going and we're, really working on getting our store up to that same speed yeah. because it's been around since 1978. It needs some upgrades. Yeah. So, <laughs> Maybe a paint job or two. I mean, yeah. Hey, it's all right, man. At least, at least you know, at least you're recognizing it and going with it. Only so. so many times you can patch the ceiling. What, uh, what do you think you guys are going to add? That's going to, what's your differentiator? I mean, other than the products that you have, because that's a huge, that's a huge thing for that. I could, that I noticed as a foodie, as a chef that, there's there's different product lines that you just can't you won't be able to find anywhere else. And that's what we try to focus on. We the olive oil it comes from our trees in Greece. The wine comes from family vineyards. Um, the shoreline products themselves they come from my, my family's pro, my family's you know work. My mm-hmm. family's blood, sweat, and tears. So you can't find those anywhere else. The uh, the types of items that we carry, you know. Ivar and Halva and all these different things you can't really find in other stores. That's what we focus on. That's our niche. That's uh, why that's why we carried that over to the craft beers, to yeah. the imported yeah. wines, things you can't find anywhere else. And that's what we're going to continue doing. How often do you head back to the motherland? I was there in January. I took my wife for her first trip. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> this long yep. and she's just and now going. Yep, I, I thought it was like a requirement, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Trust me, I, I heard it enough from her. <laughs> so I, I made it a point and uh, finally took her for her first trip and we had an amazing time. I yeah. mean, we got to see things that I'd never seen living there for 15 years. Growing up there, it's almost like everybody else. When you live somewhere, you don't really travel yeah, and it's see a bubble. that area. Exactly. Yeah. And um, going back on vacation with her, I finally got to see those things yep. that, you know, signified my heritage and, you know, where I grew up and my family on my dad's side. and. Um, it really opened up my eyes to the rest of the country as well. Yeah, I've lived in, here in Pensacola and Gulf Breeze since '89, uh, and there's still parts of Florida, like within 300 miles of here, that I haven't seen that are supposed to be spectacular. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah. seriously, in like 30 years, not seen it at yeah. all. And uh, so it's on the list. But I, I feel you. You live somewhere, you get in that bubble, you don't get the 30,000 foot view. You leave for a while, and you come back, and you're like, "Hey, when was that there?" Yeah, you know? exactly. So, tell me about. Your your family. I mean, they own all this land. And I mean, what do they do? They grow. They they farm. They they. Are you like the guy that's like, hey, look, somebody draw a short straw. Needs to go back to the states and sell this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, my dad and his family grew up farmers. Um, I mean, all from all according mm-hmm. to all my dad's stories. Anyways, he was up at the crack of dawn, and we're still up from the night before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true too. <laughs> but. uh and he didn't go to bed until after he finished his homework, which was after all the farming was done. So he worked all his life mm-hmm. and then finally got an opportunity to come here to the States, became an aircraft mechanic. 
And it's crazy. He, he went from farming to aircraft mechanic. Yep. Yep. And oh, wow. that's, that's actually what led me to my career path when I joined the Marines. But he, um, the work ethic that he gained from being a farmer helped him throughout the rest of his life. Oh, I bet. Um, we still have all those trees that were passed down to mm -hmm. him and his brothers and his sister. And, um, we, through marriage and through other cousins and this and that, that's how we've gained the empire, I guess mm -hmm. you could call it that we have. Um, we can talk to my cousin, my uncle and let him know, look, I need these wines. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and start bottling them and pick them up next year. So you guys got olive oil, you got vineyard and then you've got farming. Yes. Yeah. And so what, what comes from the farm? Is it dairy and, and cheeses and stuff or is it more no. vegetables and it's more of the fruits and vegetables. Yeah. The, the farm part is mostly fruits and vegetables, orange trees, lemon trees. I mean, just in our backyard. Yeah, they grow like crazy over there, don't they? Oh, you're absolutely right. That's, that's well, amazing. Greece and especially Crete, the closest thing I can compare it to here in the States is San Diego. Huh. And even though it's salt in the air, I wouldn't think that stuff would grow like that. Uh, you'd be surprised. It's more than Crete, it is here. Crete is all volcanic soil. Ah, so it so has it's all rich. so many nutrients. Yeah. That just helped Nothing the trees. like a couple dead bodies to fertilize, yeah, exactly. fertilize your, uh, your, your oranges. Pom Pompeii what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, but I mean, and that's what allows us to, to do the things that we do here is because, you know, my dad worked really hard all his life to grow those trees and yeah. to build that, that, uh, um, that family empire. Yeah. Do you know how many generations it goes back? I don't. I don't. I, I more tried. than you can count that. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we have, we even have a house that the, uh, Venetians built when they, uh, took over Crete yeah. back in, they called that uh, invasion years ago. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really takeover. It's more like we're here. <laughs> you don't get a choice. Uh, very true. But, uh, you know, we have a house that he tried renovating because it got passed down to us. Yeah. So, I have no idea. That's crazy. I, it has to That's go so back cool, though, dude. Centuries. You know, there's a lot of um. I, I think I know with my kids and, and you know our kids play softball together. So it the the thought of passing on traditions has not necessarily gone as well as it did with between my family, myself and up, right? Yeah. And so watching somebody like yourself come from that long lineage that's been in that same place for mm -hmm. so long, you just it's it's rare almost these days. At least at least here in the states, it seems to be rare. Well, it is. I mean, think about it. The whole United States is a melting pot. You, yeah. They come from We're everywhere. A bunch of <laughs> well, <laughs> we all are. <laughs> yeah. Part um, eggplant, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to find a hundred percent pure anything mm -hmm. blooded nowadays is impossible. Yeah. Or just um, something that stayed still that long. Well, yeah, that's true. But that's also what adds to the culture. Yeah. That adds so much culture to the country. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's, I think, one of the best parts about it. So when, when you go back to, to the, the motherland, do you get to speak English? Uh, or do you get, or do you get chastised for it? I actually have a, a funny story about that. When I went there in January, and I hope Maya's listening, she'll probably laugh. But, uh, when I went there in January, we walked into this one shoe store mm -hmm. and it was right before they closed. So I asked, you know, they automatically assumed because of my attire and the way that mm -hmm. I looked that I was American. So they started speaking to me in English, and I actually started speaking back to them in Cretan, not just Greek, right. but Crete. The, the local dialect. Yeah, Crete yeah. has its own dialect. Sure. So I started speaking back to them in Cretan, and it, the look on their faces, just Maya couldn't hold it together. She just started laughing <laughs> and hysterically Judging laughing. the book by its cover, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
So, and then they were saying, well, are you English? Are you Greek? Yeah. Well, what the hell are you? Yeah. So I spoke Greek for the most part. Mm-hmm. The only time I really spoke English was when I was speaking with Maya or if I was translating. Yeah. Yeah. I can see, I, I see mama or grandma smacking you in the back of the head because you're supposed to be speaking the old school. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm the getting, Italians are I'm the same way. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm getting all kinds of flack because I haven't taught my daughters how to speak Greek yet. Yeah. So. Well, get them now with a young man. It sticks. I know. Right? I know. It's difficult. So, um, all right. So you've got, you were to, we were talking earlier before the show, like you are making some changes and, and you're doing some things different, but you're saying it's, it's got to take some time, right? Can't be just super overnight, but talk to me like, what's your, what's it, what's your five year plan for lack of better term, but like what's down the road, man, what kind of cool. Well, we do want to keep the mom and pop feel. Yeah. Um, we think I, I there's something to be said about I, that. Exactly. My wife and I love the mom and pop feel and we, we, we realized a lot of our customers appreciate that. They mm-hmm. know that they can come in and we're going to treat them like a, a person, yeah. not just another customer. Yeah. Um, so we want to keep that feel. However, with all the changes and the improvements going on downtown, we do want to upgrade the store. We don't want the store to be an eyesore right. in the downtown improvement. And you're, you're going to, Big lot too, man. That's a lot of freaking store. We do. And hopefully we're going to be expanding eventually. Um, we do need to expand our warehouses. Yeah. Uh, the olive oil has been picked up by numerous Cisco warehouses and and a few other distributors. So we're going to start importing a lot more of it. Talk about scalability real quick. (laughs) We need to make sure we have this. (laughs) Let's just find the biggest one out there and let's go for that one. There you go. Might as well, man. That's awesome. My dad started it. You know, he's the one that got us in there. And now I'm just taking it and, yeah. you know, building it up as much as possible. Yeah. You're like, Andy, like, he's like, don't screw this one up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, it's, he, amazing. Uh, it's a it's tremendous pressure, isn't it? You're absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And that's one of the most difficult parts is, yeah. like I said, that, that, uh, oh, God, that level of expectation mm-hmm. that's, that's put on you know, anyone it, who takes over for someone who's done a great job. You're probably harder on yourself than your dad would be too, I bet. No. No. No, he's not, <laughs> no, was, hey, he's not getting off the hook that easy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not so much, huh? No, not really. He he definitely makes sure that I'm at my best yeah. every day, all day. And so do you and Maya work side by side? Do y'all work together through at the store or Maya mostly handles a lot of the administrative, but she also does the catering she does some of the training she does the hiring yeah. uh, she's pretty much my secretary but handles a lot of the the behind the scenes stuff yeah she likes to be she likes to say that she's the behind the scenes person that lets me get all the credit well that's fair <laughs> at least you know what you're good at and what you're not at, yeah, good at exactly you know? i mean <laughs> seriously so um i've been down that road before and it was the same way i was I, I don't put me in front of paperwork because yeah. it's not going to happen. Yep. <laughs> it's exactly. just not going to happen. No. You want those, those five pigs broken down and roasted in, by, in the next two hours? Yeah, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no problem. But yeah, put me in front it of the takes paperwork. patience. Don't ask me. Yeah. Uh-uh. Nope. So, um, so what's your, how's your balance work, man? How's your, how's your life balance? Like it's, uh, I mean, you make it to the softball games. I'm impressed. Yeah. Well, yeah. I honestly, I wouldn't be able to do that without Tim. Yeah. Um, Tim's, I call him my brother and a lot of people are confused by it, even though we actually do look alike. Um, he's the English speaking one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We always tell people I got the looks, he got the brain, <laughs> but, uh, he's, he, if it weren't for him and Maya there, I don't think there's a way that I could do this. Yeah. Uh, he'd be buried. 
Tim definitely gives me the opportunity to be a father and a business owner at the same time and be a, a husband to Maya. Um, Maya, she allows me to be able to be a friend to Tim, mm-hmm. you know, take some time off and go hang out with him every now and then. Um, and still, you know, be a, a brother, be a, a good friend. So without the two, there's no way I'd be able to do yeah. it. I mean, I, I work and then once Tim comes in, I take off yeah. and I make it to the softball games or the soccer games or practices, yeah. whatever. And then nine o'clock I'm in bed. Absolutely. <laughs> right back up to do it again tomorrow. <laughs> well, it depends on if there's new beers that need yeah, to be this tried. Yeah, true. This is true. <laughs> how much of, um, how much do you think of your, I always tell people everything I need to learn about being an entrepreneur or a business owner, I learned in the kitchen because of my chef career. How much do you think the military really helped you kind of get ready for this out of curiosity, being that it's Veterans Day and all? Well, yeah. Well, I'll be honest. If it wasn't for the military, I don't know where I'd be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dead or in jail, oh, right? Yeah, man. I hear you. <laughs> oh, man. I was down a uh, scary road. Yeah. But uh, it it benefited me and it hurt me at the same time. It's weird because it definitely taught me how to be a man. It definitely sure. taught me how to work at getting the mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. It definitely taught me how to lead. Mm-hmm. However, it didn't teach me certain valuable skills like how to talk to people. Yeah. To get what you want without yeah. knife handing and without, you know, yelling at them and spit yeah. flying out your mouth. And threaten them. Yeah. yeah exactly. them, throwing hot pans and knives at them. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 All day yeah. long. <laughs> uh, I mean, the first time I came I actually came out of the Marines in 07 and I moved straight here and helped my dad for a couple of years. During that time, I think it was the first week or two, five people quit. Yeah. Because I came in and was all gung-ho. You, you don't play said, well you know with others? <laughs> hey, why? Why yeah. is this so hard? Yeah. You know? And it took a lot of growing up for me. Um, I had to work under some really great bosses after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I left again, went to San Diego, and I got a few jobs out there working for some good supervisors, some good bosses, yeah. and finally learned how to be a leader, how yeah. to talk to people for the most part. The, but the my, definition of tolerance? Yes, the yeah. definition of tolerance. But I will say my number one teacher and the best person who I've ever learned anything from was Maya. Yeah. Maya yeah. Maya has... She's the one that can challenge you, right? She, she well, can push, yeah, she, she can challenge me. Yeah. But she also has the patience yeah. to sit down and to explain to me why I was wrong. Yeah. She won't do it in front of anybody. She won't put me on the spot or anything like that, but she has a way yeah. of making me realize why I messed up, how I messed up. <laughs> and, and how you going to fix it. How am I going to fix it? <laughs> well, that's cool, man. I mean, that's honestly, that's, that's a great relationship to have, especially if you guys are owning a business together, right? Because at some point the emotions are there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, that's probably, no matter what, I always say, no matter what happens with the business, that's got to be the foundation, right? You're absolutely right. So I get it. I, I get it. Been there, done that, got a t-shirt for it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think any business owner's been down that road. I mean, if if they haven't, they if you haven't, haven't then you're going down it right now and you don't know it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you're in denial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of the two. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I thank you for, first of all, for coming here today and being able to hang out with it's me. my pleasure. Um, Appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to come down there. So I can come down there. I can get lunch. I can grab a sandwich. Like you guys make sandwiches. You got the full deli and all that, right? Yep. I can grab a whole bucket of olives if I want some. Yes. We have uh, a. I don't eat olives. So <laughs> they'll be for mom, right? We have an olive bar with 12 different olives yeah. all imported I hear about straight it all the from time. Greece. I mean, everything from garlic stuff to lemon stuff to jalapeno <laughs> stuff, almond stuff, 
the regular Kalamatas, both with the pits and without. Oh. I mean, we have too Excuse many. Me while I toss yeah. my laundry. <laughs> Dude, between that, avocados and hard boiled eggs, I'm out. Hey, we got all three. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's it. I can't, we can't be friends anymore. Um, so, okay, what hours are you guys open? We're open from 8 to 7, Monday through Saturday, and 10 to 6 on Sundays. Awesome. And if somebody wants to see what it looks like or they want to get any more information, where can you send them to? Uh, the store is located at 1180 West Main Street. Um, you can't miss it. The sign's big. It's actually a few blocks west of Joe Patty's. Yeah. So it's on the same street. Joe Patty's on Main and A. We're on Main and E. Yeah, very cool. You get, and you guys have assortments of, of, I was going to say charcuterie, but really you got meats and cuts of meat. And stuff, yes. Yeah? We do have cuts of meat. We have, well, we have a butcher. <laughs> that's what, that's, that's where unquote, I was going. You have butcher. Yeah. Quote unquote butcher area. Yeah. I mean, it has filet mignon. We've been told by numerous people that our filets are some of the best anywhere in the area. Uh, that's where I was going with that. And I didn't know if you guys were still doing it or not. Cause honestly, I haven't been in there in a while. So I'm, I'm now going to have to probably come to lunch tomorrow at some point. <laughs> but, um, the steaks from there used to be, and probably still are, but fantastic. Yes. So whoever's land that's coming from, yes. keep it As up. As <laughs> a matter of fact, we're running a, a special right now for our ribeyes. And the cab, one of the Cabernets that we import from Greece mm-hmm. is uh, Holy Trinity Monastery Cabernet. They've been making it the same way for yeah, over 300 months, years. Man. So we have a special right now. Buy two ribeyes, any two ribeyes, and get a free cab. So, yeah. And we, got, we have some Black Friday specials that are going to be running until after the holidays as well. Do you guys do any tastings or anything? We are going to start with the wine tastings again. Um, until then, uh, we just do local food and wine festivals. We're doing Seville's yeah. Food and Wine Festival this weekend. Very cool. On Sunday from 2 to 5. And we did Scopolos's Food and Wine Festival a few months back. So we are going to start, but just probably not until the beginning of next year. Yeah. Yeah, let the holidays roll through. Yeah, exactly. that's not complete. <laughs> Let's softball come down for five minutes, right? <laughs> so awesome, man. Well, I want to thank you for coming in today and, and talking and hanging with us for sure. And, my pleasure. Uh, my pleasure. What's the website for one more time for where we can send people? It's www.sfpensacola.com. Perfect. All right, you guys. Uh, we're out of here. This has been a Foodie Life episode in Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. <laughs>